If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. And I wanted to try to bring a little bit more depth to where we are, big picture, with coronavirus, with the new variant uh, cases, as we have heard in recent uh, days and weeks in the state of Florida and on the vaccination effort. It seems every day and every week things continue to change, and sometimes even hour by hour. Dr. Pauline Roll with the uh, Duval County Health Department. You know, we have uh, new opportunities available for vaccinations, not only at Regency, but also that new federal site that was stood up yesterday at the Gateway Mall. I, I know that there was a little bit of confusion about it. Can you big picture reset for us what the qualifications are for the vaccination effort right now under the state guidelines? Let's start there. Yes, good morning, Rich. So the uh, gov- so Governor DeSantis' executive order became effective March 3rd, which was yesterday. And so, yes, there is some confusion around it. So let me clarify. Essentially, his executive order states that during this time, uh, priority groups include those who live in long-term care facilities, which is different from before, um, people 65 years of age and older, and healthcare personnel with direct patient contact. The groups that were added this time around were uh, K-12, through school employees 50 years of age and older, uh, sworn law enforcement officers 50 years of age and older, and firefighters 58 years of age and older. So those three groups were added. In addition, the uh, executive order allows for uh, physicians uh, who identify patients who are extremely vulnerable to be vaccinated um, by nurse practitioners, physicians, and pharmacists. And so that is also in addition to this executive order. Now, in that case, if you have a doctor's note, let's say that uh, you have asthma or something along those lines, is that enough or is there, I understand there's a certain form that the health department has, and that really kind of is like your uh, your golden ticket, if you will. Yes, there is a form that has to be completed. Um, physicians are asked to complete the form and sign it um, and include their license number, verifying that this patient is considered extremely vulnerable. So if we have a site like yesterday, and again, I understand the feds are operating the site, but there's a lot of partnerships that are happening. If if for some reason uh, 2,000, for example, vaccinations aren't reached, uh, which is the limit or at least the capacity at that site at Gateway Mall, what happens to the vaccines? Are we spoiling any or is there a, a pretty concerted effort to ensure that every single one is used? So the whole goal is shots in arms. And so what sites have done, um, and I'm sure this will continue, is that if there are extra doses available, if there are people standing in line who may not meet those qualifications, they will vaccinate them. But what we don't want is people standing in line for hours hoping to get a vaccine. Unfortunately, that is happening, and people are upset, disappointed, because they waited and they still weren't able to get a vaccine. And so the goal is shots in arms. Those are the priority groups. But hey, if somebody happens to walk up at the end of the day and the site is closing and they have a vaccine available, uh, they're most likely going to vaccinate them. Again, we don't want to waste any doses. We recognize this is a very valuable commodity um, and we want to ensure people get vaccinated who want to be vaccinated. Each time we visit with you, we are hearing promising things, for example, with uh, more uh, supply that's available. Are we at a point where the supply is going to exceed the demand fairly soon, given that many in the 65 plus age group may have already received their first and second doses, at least those who want to get the vaccine. Yeah, and so uh, right now, supply chain is still an issue. With Johnson & Johnson vaccine coming online, that does help. 
Um, and so uh, the, that also helps that we have expanded the categories in which we're vaccinating folks. And so again, though, um, the sites are not full. So Regency, for example, pretty much um, has gone to allowing walk-ups um, on certain days because their uh, slots have not been filled. People have not been showing up. So particularly for that second dose, we're not sure what's happening in our community, but unfortunately, a large number of folks are not showing up for their second dose. We're not sure if they're getting it somewhere else or they're just not deciding not to get it. And so we have those issues that we're dealing with here in Duval. Do you have a tracking system if someone goes, say, for example, to the Walmart because they qualify? Uh, do, you, are, do you eventually learn that they got their second dose or is that a, a breakdown in the system that you can't track it? Occasionally, we do learn that they've gotten their second dose, but that's not always the case. Um, and so you're finding out through, through securitist routes that they've gotten their second dose, but that's not always the case. That's why we're asking people to go back to the place where you got your first dose and get that second dose um, for record keeping purposes, but also to ensure um, that you are getting that second dose. The other thing is people are vaccine shopping. So they're getting on multiple lists. They're making an appointment here, there, and everywhere. And they're taking the first appointment available and not calling to cancel their appointment at the other site. And so that is also creating issues. Did you think we'd be at this point <laughs> several <laughs> months ago when we were still waiting for the vaccines to come on board that people would be vaccine shopping? I know. No, no I, I didn't think we'd be at this point, but it's very interesting. I, you know, folks really want the vaccine, and so they're doing what they can. Whoever, hey, whoever calls them first, that's who they're going with, but they're not always letting the other entities know, hey, I got an appointment. I'm not coming. So given where and, we and, are at, are we a matter of maybe days or weeks away from even seeing the next tier lowered where younger ages are able to be next in line to get the shots in arms. How soon are we uh, to that? I know the state would ultimately authorize it. What are you hearing from your state sources? So not sure at this point, as you know, we've opened it up to new groups uh, with this executive order as of yesterday, and that encompasses a large swath of people. And so, you know, maybe another couple of months, hard to know at this point. All right, doc, speaking with Dr. Pauline Roll with the Duval County Health Department, I mentioned as well the new variants. When last we visited, you had said that we had our first confirmed new variant. I, I forgot which one that was, but give us the big picture on that as we uh, continue to dive in coronavirus in, in Duval County here. So right now, as a state, we continue to see more very, um, more cases of the new variants. Here in Duval, we're now at three cases. Um, and so again, you know, I tell folks, it, it, I wouldn't be extra alarmed because we have these new variants in our community. Do what you know to do. Um, you know, make sure that you're not going to work sick. Get tested if you have symptoms. Wear your mask, wash your hands regularly, and stay out of crowds. You know, that's going to be most important. Um, they, I don't feel like folks should be any more alarmed now than they should have been at the beginning of all of this. Um, given the number of deaths we've seen in our community. But at this standpoint, we have about three cases uh, that are related to the variants. As you mentioned, the deaths, are you seeing trends in the right direction with deaths and hospitalizations? And have we maybe reached that last surge over the winter that maybe we can begin to really feel like the corner is turning almost a full year into this? Uh, the cases are trending down. Hospitalizations have trended down. Of course, spring break is upon us. So there's always this concern that folks are going to be in crowds and potentially spread the virus. And so we're asking people to continue to be cautious as they go about uh, living life in the midst of uh, this pandemic. And so um, there is always a concern that we're going to have spikes after holidays and major events. And so we're watchful related to that. But right now we're doing pretty good. Our uh, positivity rate is 3.55%. And we still have a, a good number of people getting tested. And so that's a good thing, too. People are still taking this pretty seriously. But what I, I, as we go into allergy season, I want to caution people, don't just assume it's your allergies.
Mm. Get tested if you think you have the symptoms of COVID. Yeah, and we're really at the point where pine pollen has peaked. Oak pollen is about to really surge over the next several weeks. And so similar sort of symptoms might actually lead us to want to have a test? Yes, absolutely. I, I wouldn't just blow it off. Just like I've told people before, you might have migraines and you might think that headache is just a migraine. It may not be just a migraine. It might be COVID. The same thing with your allergy symptoms, um, runny nose, cough, um, you know, the COVID or you may be asymptomatic. We still have folks who are asymptomatic and are positive for COVID. So certainly um, if you think you might have been exposed or you have symptoms related to COVID, get tested. All right. Always appreciate and value your time. Dr. Pauline Roll with the Duval County Health Department. Thanks. Stay close by and we'll continue to bring you in-depth coverage at the local level. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.